You're listening to the On Tilt Podcast. And welcome back to the On Tilt Podcast, where you can always tilt to the left, to the left, ooh, to the left, to the left. All right, I, I know that wasn't really that great, but we're going to keep trying until I figure out that intro. Um, I actually got a good amount of topics today that I would like to discuss. Um, we got... Uh, you know, anime, uh, video games, esports. I guess esports. It's not really esports, but um, streamer news. Um, dealing with Fortnite stuff, and I believe we have console talk. So, starting off with uh, my particular hobby I enjoy, which is watching anime. Um, if you have not been aware of what has been going on for the last week or so. Just to give you a quick rundown, um, a well-known site that contains a lot of anime um, dating back, you know, back to like the 90s till now, actually. Um, the website is called Kiss Anime, as well as there's a manga which is called Kiss Manga. It seems that um, Japan has now kicked in their copyright infringement onto those sites. And it seems that the Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga site has been taken down. Um, there are reports that there are other Kiss anime sites out there, as well as there's also information regarding that some of those sites are fake. Um, so more than not, I mean, it's, I don't believe that it's a fake as in it's a fake site, but I do believe that they don't have the security like Kiss anime originally had. And so a lot of people might be logging onto those sites now, but they're opt, they're actually in, you know, putting themselves out there to, to leave their IPs out there and potentially be attacked. So, yeah, so that that seems what's be going on right now within the anime realms. Um, there were a lot a a lot of gifs, a lot of memes. Of course, you know, a lot of memes because anything you do result in a meme of some sort. But there were a lot of gifs, a lot of memes, a lot of people paying homage to Kiss Anime um, and Kiss Manga. I'm not sure on the Kiss Manga. I don't really read manga too much, but I know Kiss Anime has been up and active for about ten years. Um, I remember I used to watch a lot of series on that site before they started getting weird with a lot of the security measures. Um, it seems that they just decided to throw in a towel because maybe Japan was putting that pressure on them. So I know I've, I, I, I noticed that and, you know, it kind of hurt a little bit, you know, because one of those things where you see. I, I was younger. I was a, I don't say a kid, but I was younger at the time, you know, about like, uh, you know, 16, which is still, eh, eh, you can consider it a kid. So I was about like 16, 17, stuff like that, still watching anime that weren't found easily on TV or, you know, I didn't feel like paying the, you know, so unfortunately I'm that scumbag that didn't want to, they didn't want to pay, you know, subscription based, you know, uh, you know, subscription-based type of uh, memberships to watch series. So, I mean, to see a site that I used or used to use a lot of um, during my broke boy times go down in flames, it's, it's you know, it kind of hurts a little bit. You know, it's like letting go of something in the past because ultimately it just tells you that every story has an end type of thing. And um, so I started wondering... Um, why? why? Why are they now? I mean, this is, people have been streaming and, 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 and using these animes and storing it in their database and sharing it to everybody else for years. And obviously, I said decades. So why is it now that they decided to, you know, finally crack down on that on that copyright infringement? 
Now, I'm not saying this is true. This is just how I personally feel and what I'm thinking. A report came out that apparently YouTube signed a deal with some of those uh, publishing, um, uh, uh, what you call it, publishing, um, you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> some of the publishers. So <laughs> they they will now have the ability to distribute anime on YouTube. That's where it got me thinking, where I believe that YouTube basically said, yeah, we will buy these animes. They see the opportunity. Everyone sees that anime is thriving. I'm talking about like thriving, where it's okay and socially acceptable to say, yes, I do like My Hero Academia, or yes, I did watch Dragon Ball Z, but I'm actually now a Demon Slayer guy. Um, tangent on that, um, I'm, 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 I'm glad, first off, I'm glad that a lot of anime fans are now being vocal and open um, and people are being acceptable of, of anime. I've, I've always wanted that to be a thing. Um, but it seems that my boomer's kicking into me and it's telling me it's not fair because people used to bully the shit out of people, <laughs> um, for, <laughs> used to bully the shit out of people for, you know, dealing with this type of stuff. You know, if I, if I went to school and said, oh yeah, I like Dragon Ball Z, maybe some kids liked it, but it wasn't like how it is now. You say this, you know, you got you got men, you got like you got kids like an anime, you got women like an anime. Before, if I did that shit, I, I would I would get you know blacklisted and uh, called a nerd, and you know, and they ain't put no hands on me, luckily. But you know, it's just one of those things where I'm glad it's thriving. I'm just kind of like, damn, now since it's becoming more normalized, I got to start separating myself, I suppose. So I guess I got to start reading. But that was just a, a little tangent there. Um, but what I wanted to, what I wanted to bring up really was that, um, it seems that a lot of people have different opinions on how this kiss anime and kiss manga going down, um, is working with other people. So I remember I've, I've read some comments, you know, just scrolling on Facebook, you know, and, 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 you know, just looking at Twitter and a lot of people, um, across the world, they just feel that since Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga is down, that it gives the opportunity for us to support the original creators and the, and the animators behind those series. And I'm not against it. That's the that's the main thing I want to point out is that I'm not against supporting the creators or supporting um you know the 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 animators because there has been reports that they do not get paid a lot at all, if anything. And they basically work them to the bone. So it's where I'm about to go with this isn't that I don't want to pay. It's just that the the people who buy these licenses have have made it a pain to be an anime fan. And so what I was going with that was is that when it comes to these subscriptions, you have you know, obviously HBO Max and, you know, DC, you know, the DC app, stuff like that. Well, for anime, they have it for this, which is Crunchyroll, um, Hulu, I believe uh, Funimation's on there as well. Probably some other stuff that I don't know about because those are honestly the main three that I know of. The Oh, and Netflix. My bad. I, I totally forgot Netflix. Netflix has a nice little anime um, amount. Also, Amazon Prime. So that's five different sites that I know off the top of my head that has anime that you can stream now here's where i get upset this is where i get pissed off at people want us 
to support the creators and the animators of the original content. But my problem is, why do I need five to six to however amount of subscriptions to watch those series and to support them? Now, I get there can't be no monopoly. I wholeheartedly understand it. There's no monopoly allowed when you go to any type of business. But my issue takes place where, and I do have an example. So there is this anime called Love is War. Now, Love is War is just an anime, just a nice little rom-com, you know, romantic comedy anime. Good series, actually, if you haven't watched it. It's pretty funny. But this is where my issue lies. I don't mind that certain series are on different sites. Now, I have to accept the fact that I won't be able to see it, but I get it. It's a business. You got to do what you got to do. Okay, that's fine. My issue lies when I start a season of that series on one one app, and then the second season is on a different app. That's where my issue lies. I refuse, refuse to accept that and to sit there and say, I will support this artist or animator when the businesses are making it difficult for us to be able to support those animators and or creators. All I want is for me to be able to watch a complete series on one application. Does that mean that I might miss a few other uh, series on other apps? Yeah, sure. You know what? I'll take a little couple losses here and there. It's not a big deal. But when you start breaking up seasons of a series, not n- not not a series being you know just in different areas, you're t- you're breaking up seasons, and people are buying seasons, and these people who are licensing these series are selling these seasons. That is that is complete and other bull crap. That is bull crap. <laughs> that is that should not be allowed. In my opinion. But again, I'm not the person that sells this stuff. I'm just a watcher. I'm just an enthusiast. I just get really pissed off when people sit there and act like, okay, well, I'm not broke boy status. I got about 100 acres. Why don't y'all all all just go and start supporting your artists and, and creators and just start, you know, buying stuff? Why don't you just buy all the subscriptions? You know why I won't buy all the subscriptions? Random person that I just created in my head? <laughs> because... I don't want to pay 60, 70, 80 bucks to sit there and watch two different series or, or series complete. That's that's not that's not fair to the consumer. That's not consumer friendly. And so Kiss Anime was one of those sites and Kiss Manga is one of those sites where you can go on and not have to sit there and watch things split up on two different applications and pay a bunch of money for it. That that's what that's what I enjoyed. And they took that away. Now, I get that people got to get paid, but I refuse to accept that. Oh, this is the future now. And I should just get used to getting three different apps and paying 30 bucks to watch uh, a 32 episode uh, uh, series on three different applications. That's that's, that's just not how it's going to go down. And so I'm pretty sure, again, this is this is 2020 going into whatever 2021, whatever you watch this video or whatnot. There's always going to be a way to illegally or arg, matey, watch it. So I'm just, you know, a little bit annoyed at the people that's sitting over here trying to 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 demean and 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 complain to people who don't want to pay 60, 70 bucks because maybe they don't have that type of extra money lying around. You know, like you're not you're not better than that person because you decide to spend more money when it's actually against you like you can actually save money if you find the right type of sites or if you get lucky enough maybe you can start sharing accounts or something like that but 
I, I, I'm done going on that little rant right there because, you know, people irk me. People get on my nerves. And so I got to let them have it. You're not better, kid. You're not better. And now we're going to go and transition from anime talk to Madden talk. So today, starting today, Madden, or it could be yesterday, depending on when you watch this or before in the past, whatever you watch this, <laughs> Madden has now released the EA Access um, on their EA Play. Now, EA Access for this game allows users to play for 10 hours of the new Madden game. They've been doing this for years now. If you are not aware of this, this is what they do. Um, so I've always, well, I mean, when I was younger and I, I was a crackhead for um, Madden Ultimate Team, like I'm still not, but at the same time, I'm, I'm better than what I was before. So before they were always... You know, if you pay five bucks, you get 10 hours to 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 practice and get used to the new game for 10 hours. You you basically get the game for 10 full hours. Um, how I feel about that personally, I, I never was really a fan of EA Access. I felt that even though you play the game and you enjoy it and you get it, you know, within days before it releases and it's 10 full hours you're basically treating it like arcade game or arcade mode i said arcade mode like arcade um where you go in there you, you pay your coins and then you just play for how long you want to play for um i'm just I'm, i always viewed it as like a demo of the full game so to me i i felt i figured like a waste of money you know the game's coming out in a few days um and you already probably if you're playing this you likely paid the game off most of the time, there's times where you haven't paid it off or you're still interested and this is a good way, a good alternative. And so for those people, I do not, I do not, you know, judge you. I just feel for me, if you have played this game, you're likely, if you're a Madden enthusiast, you likely pre-ordered it. You're going to likely play it and pay that five bucks. And I just don't think that EA kind of deserves five dollars to allow you to play 10 hours of a game. Um, I mean, that's just my own personal preference. So you do with that what you will. You keep keep on thriving and uh we'll see what's going on but i did want to go over certain uh topics and and notes that they spoke of within their stream uh, a few days back they mentioned that in the new madden 21 that there will be ability caps now this is before i watched a little bit of streams today regarding what you can do with those ability caps but to sum it up as best you can in last madden you could have three offensive players and three defensive players, excluding special teams. This is excluding them, where they can have up to three abilities each and an X factor. So three players on your offense, three players on your defense can have all these cool abilities and stats, and you can go wild. As long as you have the coins and the training, you can do whatever you want with it. This year in Madden, they decided to tweak it a little bit. And... I might say I, I actually enjoy this. I actually will say that they might have discovered something that I would like to see. And then I'll give more feedback on because I haven't played a game yet. So ability caps basically allows it to, as it is, is a cap. Um, so they give a limit currently at 10, 10 points. So for your offensive and defensive player, which is still three offensively, and, 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 and three defensively. Um, actually, I think, honestly, I think they might allow it where it's more than three. I'll take that back. 
So what I'm reading right now is telling me that in the last Madden 20 that you were able to do that and select three players from offense and defense with those abilities and you can, you know, put it on them. But apparently in this one, you can have, honestly, it looks like it's almost unlimited. I'm not, I'm not too sure and don't quote me on that, but I will notice that when I did watch a stream that there were players more than the three that were listed that did have abilities tied to them. So it looks as if you just have to make sure that you're within the cap space um, as long. And each ability has each each tier, each ability. They all have their um, their their amount. So certain abilities are really good. So they're maxed out at like two or three. If they're like, OK, they're they're one. So as long as you can make sure, you know, you can you can put all these major abilities on your quarterback, but then sacrifice the possibility of upgrading your defense and having people make a difference there as well as your offensive receivers and running backs. So it looks as if this is very interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I would say this is going to be very interesting. So right now they said that currently the limit is at 10 and that throughout the year they will increase it. So as of now, 10 is the limit and you will have to figure out and manage what abilities and what X factors uh, that you will really want on your players. So, yeah. Yeah, this is, I think this is a step in the right direction. Allow it to, allow allow people to really be unique in their style instead of all, everyone kind of keeping the same type of gameplay and the same type of style that they see on YouTube or, or whatever the pros might leak on their ebook service or something, you know? So that looks cool. Um, they described when you unlock the tiers, so obviously, not obviously, but tier one ability slot is the 80 overall. Tier two ability slot is 85 overall. These are the thresholds you need to meet to unlock it. Tier three, 90 overall, which is expected. So about 80, 85, 90. And then to unlock the last two remaining places for tier three, you need to be a 98 or and also a 99. So 98 unlocks another tier three ability and 99 unlocks another tier three ability, um, which by that time, I'm pretty sure the 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 app uh, the AP cost or or ability point cost will probably be up to if I got to take a guess um I'm going to say about if it goes up assuming 10 per series maybe 70 might be the limit somewhere roughly around there between the the 70 mark uh but that's just how I believe it to be uh they mentioned that the new item layout is just whenever you highlight a card it it shows more or shows more of the items that are tied to it and then when you don't highlight a card or you're not over hovering over it, it shows 78% of the dedicated card. I don't know why they really talked about it. Like, people really care. We just want to care about what's what cards are there. That's what we really care about. But I mentioned it in here for, you know, valid reasons. They mentioned that they dropped some uh, challenges, such as rivals. Um, you know, just complete some challenges. You get opportunities to get maybe an 85 overall Ben Roethlisberger or Zach Ertz or Jalen Smith. Speaking of which, if you do play Madden, and I'm probably sure you do if you listen to this or um, whatnot, just know that these cards that they're giving out, those free cards, their power-up versions are very expensive. They always get expensive early on in the year. They might try to fall back a little bit. You just got to time it right. But typically, whatever card they give you for free and you pick, the power-up is usually going to be expensive. So just get used to that if you haven't already. They got team captains. Team captain challenges, you know, you do that, you pick a card, and then you can apply uh, certain tokens onto them to make them better. So, for example, this year's team captains are Ed McCaffrey, um, Eddie George, 
Leroy Glover and Aeneas Williams. I don't know if I said that right, but we just going to make it work. So these are the four that you get. And I believe I saw up to they're up to an 88, but I don't know. They could be a 90. I haven't really, again, played the game myself to provide that type of feedback just yet. They also have NFL epics. The four players just you can unlock when completing these are Adrian Peterson, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, Jack Youngblood, and Ronnie Lott. Also, the Mutt Master this year is, I believe, Sam Mims. Oh, Sam Mills. Sam Mills is actually, um, they're paying homage to him this year, um, just like last year they did with Pat Tillman. So you start off with 75 as a 75 overall base card once you complete some challenges. And then you got to go and, you know, beat a lot of people online, get a lot of passing yards, get a lot of rushing yards. You got to you gotta grind throughout the year to get them up to his overall so just know that's just how it is in the future. Also, the level master this year is Andre Johnson, which is actually I'm actually pretty excited for that. I actually like Andre Johnson. He's a pretty cool receiver. I don't know him personally, but he was pretty fun. <laughs> um, and for they got team builder challenges. So you can get an 84 overall offensive or defensive team builder, which is pretty cool. You just got to complete the challenges yet again. And they have the Team Diamond. So, Team Diamonds. So, these are these are the list of players that they have for Team Diamonds. You got the Bears, got Jim Covert. Bengals got Takeo Spikes. Also, if you can remember that if you get a card and you power it up, which you should have powers for, they can get the Kims of whatever team they played for. And so, or throughout their career. So, in this situation, there's three players on this list that I would grab because they played for the Eagles. And so, thus, Takeo Spikes is one of those players. Bills got Kyle Williams. Broncos got Elvis Dumerville, which is a, a fun name. I forgot all about him. Uh, Browns have Frank Menenfield. The Buccaneers have Warwick Dunn. The Colts have Bob Sanders. The Cardinals have Adrian Wilson. The Chargers have Eric Weedle. He just retired, which is really a unique pick. Chiefs have Dante Hall. The Cowboys have Travis Frederick, also just retired. Unique pick. Dolphins have Mark Clayton. The Eagles, go birds, have Troy Vincent, which is great because the Eagles have a terrible cornerback core in Madden. I'm not saying in real life. In real life, they're kind of shaky too. But and Madden, they always give us, I think our best card was always like a 78 or something like that, or 76 throughout the year until eventually they start dropping 80s. So, or 80s, you know, promo versions of those cards in the solid 82 range when there's already 94, 95 overall cards out. So, I'm glad that Troy Vincent's out there. Falcons have Roddy White. 49ers have Justin Smith. Giants have David Deal. Jaguars have Keenan McCardle. I think McCardle, McCardell. I keep saying this wrong. McCardell. Uh, Jets have Mo Lewis. Lions have Robert Porcher. Packers have Jermichael Finley. Panthers have Charles Johnson. The Patriots have Asante Samuel. And again, play for the Eagles. I get to have them. So now walking into Mad 21 with two Eagle players mixed in with Darius Slay, of course. So now I'm really good when it comes to my cornerback core from cornerback one, two, and three. I'm I'm loving it. Raiders have Rich Gannon. Rams have, man, Dre Bly. Mm, I remember he used to pick me up a lot in, uh, I believe, what Madden was that? I think you're familiar with like Madden like four or something like that. He used to kill me. 
Uh, Ravens have Adelius Thomas. Saints have Jari, uh, Jari, Jari, ah, Jari Evans. No, yeah, I don't know. You go with that. <laughs> I butcher names. Don't judge me. I say things weird. I talk weird. Seahawks have Max Strong. Steelers have Heath Miller. The Texans have Amobi Okoye. And it's funny because me and my homie were just talking about Amobi Okoye and how he was such a good player. Maybe didn't really pan out in the NFL as much, but in Madden, he was unblockable. And I believe it was Madden 08 when they had the little logos on the bottom and stuff, uh, like the light bulb and stuff. It was really cool. He was a he was a great player. I love that man. He was a beast. He could not be guarded. He he always created pressure. Uh, I missed that man in Madden. So I might have to do him, do his set, just because, you know, he's a pretty cool dude. Uh, Titans have Drew Bennett. Vikings have Phil Lodeholt. And the Washington football team has London Fletcher. I remember London. And if you complete all these sets, the team diamond master is Barry Sanders. So that's going to be a lot of incentive to try to push people to complete those sets. I leave the set completions to honestly a lot of people that just spend money on the game. I don't really see a lot of pro players. Even even pro players I don't see often um, complete these sets unless they just do it in their spare time. But ultimately, I don't see a lot of people contributing that many time and days and hours into a game that allows them to to put this into fruition and get themselves Barry Sanders. That's a lot of cards. It's about like each set is about like 25, 30 cards. And then you got to go and put all those cards into 32 teams to get a token that or to get a token for each team to put into the D master set to get Barry Sanders. So I'm assuming Barry Sanders is going to be going for about like mm, 700. No, actually I'm probably going to go for a solid over a mil for about like three weeks or so until they start releasing like legend running backs. So he's going to be, he's going to be the main one. And if they did it like last year, He'll probably have all the abilities to, to all the all the Kims of each team so that he can fit on um fit on theme teams. As well as if he goes to his actual team, which is the Lions, he'll probably get a times four boost instead of just a normal one. They mentioned that they changed their legend set. So last year they released about three legends, they said. Um, but this year they're gonna release two. Uh the difference is that those two legends, instead of the three, because before it was three, it was two, and then it was an LTD version of it, an LTD version of another legend. This year, it's just going to be two legends straight, and then they will have two a, two of the same cards, but this time, they're limited-time boss versions. So what they mean is, for example, if they have a Brian Dawkins card that's a legend that comes out, and a Reggie White card that comes out, though there'll be their cards there. But there's a boss version that's powered up. It's a fully powered up version of the new cards that came out. So instead of having to go and buy the card or complete the set to get the card and the power up and the training that you need to get them to the full powered up version or the quote unquote boss version, you can just get lucky enough to get the boss version. I'm assuming that these are going to take the place of LTDs. Um, and so they just want to make sure that they even though they reduce so they can drag out the the matting year, they still be able to take your money. So it seems interesting. I don't really know all the details that they might do it where it was like last year and stuff, but we're going to see. And also they mentioned the console transition. And basically, you know, you just, if you get a new console, you just upgrade and you just call it a day. Um, and honestly, that is all that is with Madden 21. Now we're going to move on to 
the juicy parts, even though really, honestly, Madden was the juicy part. This is just something that just popped up. Um, Pokimanes, uh, I think I said it right. Pokimanes, uh, a month ago had a situation where, if I'm right, what was that guy's name? Um, Leafy, was it? Uh, I'm trying to remember this guy's name. Uh, Leafy, yeah, Leafy. Yeah, Leafy is here. That's a weird name. Um, yeah, some dude named Leafy is here who's well known for causing drama in, his, in the uh, the YouTube streaming world. Um, apparently, he leaked that Pokimane has a boyfriend. Dun, dun, dun. And so a lot of people got upset, I guess, involving that she has a boyfriend. And she disappeared for a bit. So she finally came back and said that, you know, she started, she dropped a video, a 60-minute video, which... I get, you know, some things you can't type out on Twitter because there's not enough characters for her. So she wanted to drop a video and let people know what's going on. Um, she brought up that she said the N-word when she was a teenager. That's cool. So, I mean, all right. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I honestly don't care about this whole thing, but apparently you guys love it. <laughs> so... Uh, she basically mentioned that she was she wasn't trying to trick men who watch her streams and support her uh, on Twitch to 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 give her money. She was she made sure she said she wasn't trying to trick people for that. And if if that's what you thought that you were you know paying money to think that you will have a chance with Pokimane, then you don't have to follow her or support her no more. <laughs> but she mentioned that she likes to keep her personal life away from her business life or, you know, her career, which is being a streamer on Twitch. Now, a lot of people feel the way that they feel and it, it caused a divide between, you know, fan base and, 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 and YouTubers and all that fun stuff and yada, 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 yada. This is all boring. Long story short, man, don't give your money to streamers because you think they will date you. It isn't that hard of a concept. Like... Why is this even an article? Like, I mean, really ask yourself, why is this even an article? You you really are upset, or not you, but people are really upset because a streamer that they watch that they find attractive and the money that they give this person because they're attractive, some people actually give it because they actually care about her or they actually like her or like her um her content. And that's cool. But for this is not for them. This is for the people that give money to attractive people because they just find them attractive and want to give them money. How are you going to get mad that she has a boyfriend? Like you really thought like you I mean, really think this through. You really thought that you giving money to a streamer will make you have a chance to date them or possibly other things with them. And now you're mad because you realize how much of a dweeb that you are for giving money to attractive people because they're attractive. I don't feel no sorry for you at all. This is you're stupid. As simple as that. You're dumb. Support people based off their craft. Don't support them because they look attractive and you want to bang them. It's not that hard of a concept. And now you're all people are all upset and all up in arms because y'all dummies got exposed and y'all feel stupid. No. <laughs> Do better in life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, how is it possible that this generation is the term what? Simping? Yeah. People be really out here simping 
over these attractive people. Like, I don't get it. Like, bro, just put on, like, you know, a nice little site that has a lot of activities on there and just, you know, nah, get one off and you good. You know, that, that, that post-nut clarity really makes you think things through. And like, and what do you talk to your friends with? Like, do you sit there and be like, yeah, bro, I just gave uh, Pokemon like 500 bucks of my paycheck. Yeah, she go, she shouted me out. What? <laughs> That's it? She just shouted you out? Yeah, she shouted me out, bro. Best investment in my life. I could have bit this towards my career or I could have did this to my own craft of a hobby or powered my own type of ideas, but I'd much rather give it to somebody because they are attractive to me and that's it. Now, I'm not sitting there saying that, you know, Pokemon and any other streamers or, uh, you know, side note of anybody that's in that type of field, you know, keep doing what y'all doing. If there's people that's dumb enough to, to, to give you money based off of your looks, Go ahead, keep 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 playing them. I mean, they deserve to get played for falling for this stupid trap. But I just don't feel bad. I'm just saying I don't feel bad for these people for being dumb. That's their fault. Do better. As simple as that. Don't get mad at somebody because they're dating somebody and it's not you. Just just know what you're signing up for. That's all I'm saying. Just know what you're signing up for. And now we're moving on to um, the Fortnite situation on iPhones. Um. So, again, you know, that Fortnite or Epic Games who publish Fortnite or develop Fortnite is going at it with Apple and and Microsoft. And apparently this is the time where a lot of people are using this opportunity to try to make a come up. And so the come up is, hey, I have an iPhone that has Fortnite on it. You want it? I'll sell it on eBay for three thousand dollars. What? Wait, what? You're selling again, not mad at people for scalping or 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 trying to capitalize on people who are dumb, but for the people who are dumb or being nagged by their kids to get a f- iPhone or a new phone that has Fortnite, let me just say, don't do that. Don't do that. And 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 I just want to make sure I reiterate one more time. Do not buy a $3,000 iPhone a year ago, that a older, like an older edition of the iPhone that has Fortnite for two to $3,000. Just don't do that. That's really dumb. Um, they mentioned that, you know, there op- there's obviously opportunities around it. Maybe if you downloaded it, but then it got deleted and then you can't re-download it in a store, maybe it's in your history. You can probably re-download it from there. But, but parents, and most of the time people who listen to this, like they aren't, they aren't parents, or if they are parents, they aren't, they're younger parents that know what's going on and how not to be an idiot. But I mean, wow! Like people might legitimately buy a three thousand dollar iPhone on i on eBay just so their kid can play Fortnite and get out their face. Like I, I refuse to believe that's possible, but I know it is because. It's obviously out there, and it's it's got an article, so it tells me somebody might be buying this. And damn, why did not I think of this? I, I'm about to check my phones now. I wish I wish I had an iPhone. I'd love to capitalize off of selling an iPhone uh, uh, 10 or 11 or something like that for $3,000 because somebody's an idiot. You know? That'd be great. That's a good come up. So again, not mad at the people that's trying to make a come up. Get your money. But I'm going to be mad at the people that buy that because you're stupid. <laughs> you're dumb. Do better. Again, do better. 
And so we're going to end off with a Sony and Xbox, you know, Series X talk. Um, So it seems that if you haven't heard already, Halo Infinite, I believe, Halo Infinite has been pushed back to 2021. It was supposed to be a launch title. But all the dweebs got up in arms about the graphics and obviously Sony dweebs were laughing at them based off their graphics. And so they pushed it back to 2021, probably quarter one. Um, And so Sony also pushed back a game. I believe it was Deathloop. Deathloop is also pushed back to 2021. uh, So quarter one of that as well. But. People were kind of getting nervous now because they're seeing launch titles are getting pushed back and not much news outside of maybe them quote unquote leaking prices for Sony and Xbox. So Sony and Xbox, I'm assuming are coming out about, you know, November, probably November 17th or 13th, somewhere somewhere around there, somewhere around the November teens area. And everyone assumes that Xbox is going to be cheaper than Sony by like 100 bucks. So they can try to, you know, get, you know, get their foot in the houses of people. And people are just nervous and they're just afraid that maybe it may it may be possible that the consoles might get pushed back as well based off of what's going on in the world with the COVID and, you know, all this other B crap. So the Sony's uh, SVP of marketing told GamesIndustry.biz that they will launch the next gen titles this year. So this is just Sony. Sony Sony said that they will launch it this year. It's just that Deathloop, you know, got a little bit of a delay. As well as uh, Xbox said that they were going to release theirs as well this year. It just got a little bit of a delay. And so I'm just saying that I don't expect a delay on consoles at all. Because at the end of the day, they are mentioning that it is backwards compatible for some of the games that are coming out. Um, I mean, at least Sony is. Uh, Xbox might have mentioned that Xbox Game Pass, which is still allowing you to play older, you know, iterations of games or, you know, Xbox, you know, 360 games or whatnot and all what's coming out. So I don't expect a delay. What I will say, what I expect is, is that a lot of I think that the development of the next round of consoles might be delayed. Um I think they have their set amount now or they're finishing up their set amount now. And so thus, they'll get shipped over here and they'll be ready to be pre-ordered and whatnot. But once holiday hits and everybody buys up all the consoles, I think that it might be a bit of a might be kind of tough to to find a console post Christmas. And what I recommend, even if there's not a lot of games to play and if you have the money for it, I would recommend that you go and buy the console or pre-order the console, buy the console and just kind of wait for games to come out. Because, again, I'm just pessimistic on this. I I just feel that they may under under uh, uh, create or under publish these consoles properly. And when that next wave comes and everyone's fighting for a console for maybe Christmas range because they want to help their you know want to get it for their kids they're going to be SOL. And I mean, even for me, I know that there's probably not a lot of games on Sony's PS5 that's going to come out that I'm going to grab. But I do know that Madden's going to be able to convert over from uh, PS4 to PS5. So I'm just going to get the game. I'm going to get the console. 
And if even if I don't play on PS5 for Madden, at the bare minimum, I have the console and I don't got to worry about the next wave and the following wave after that. I can just kind of make it do. Um, so I would say that it may be best interest for you to go and buy the console if you can afford it. Maybe with some of that Pokemon money that you've been throwing around for no reason, go buy the consoles and just set it sit there. So that you don't have to worry about fighting those crowds on Black Friday or whatnot or getting getting scalped by those eBay people that's going to charge maybe a thousand dollars for these consoles. You know, this is maybe for your best interest. You either you either dive in now all the way, like both feet in or you just wait and sit there and say, I'm not getting a new console to probably February. Um, so I'm gonna leave you off with that. And that that is all the topics that I have today on this episode. I just want to say for everybody that did make it through the first episode as well as making it to this, I, I really appreciate, you know, any type of feedback that you have. Maybe I can do a little bit better. I do notice I say, um, a lot. So I've been trying to work on that a little bit. So if you, if you have any feedback or, you know, I just appreciate that you made it this far, honestly, you know, this is just a good feeling to be able to, to talk to, you know, you guys through, podcast and maybe top maybe hit an interest that you might have maybe say some things that might have been on your mind so you know i appreciate you guys listening um and i just did the um again Ugh. if you if you like you know you can follow me on facebook um the name for it is on tilt if i can look that up it's the facebook group on tilt there is no friend any name so it's o-n space t-i-l-t if you want to follow me on Twitter, the Twitter handle for this is, and I'm pulling it up right now, you can at me at O-N underscore T-I, the number one in T, because it's already been taken, and this makes it very difficult. So, thank you. And also, I want to reiterate again that I still would like Madden copies, or I guess Madden copies, I would like video clips of people playing Madden, doing crazy stuff to people online so I can make a top 10 list, please send me that. And if you don't know where to send me that, it is on inquiries at gmail.com. I am plugging everything in here. I'm plugging literally everything. Help me out, please. <laughs> but I do appreciate everybody that made it this far. And until next time, stay tilted.